So for me, I prioritize being a very hands-on mom. And I think that everything you do needs to be about growing and furthering yourself and furthering your relationship. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Branding with Bex. It's your host, Bex, here, and I'm so excited that you guys are tuning in. On today's episode, we have a very special guest. Her name is Pamela Jean Noble, and you may have seen her around before. There's actually a really funny story that goes along with today's episode. So if you guys know me, you know my personality is very, like, type A. Like, I love to plan. I make sure I'm on time for things. I usually make sure my setup is perfect. And I was preparing for this episode with this celebrity guest, and I usually have everything set up and it was just like a really busy work day and then I finally get on to hop onto my zoom call and zoom is not working there was a lot of back and forth like I was on the zoom call then Pamela was on the zoom call and then for some reason the two calls weren't merging together and my anxiety guys I was so nervous I was like no 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 no, this can't happen right now like we're recording this episode I was so excited so I bring Thomas into my office I'm like how can we get my computer working why isn't the zoom connecting like this needs to happen now I'm never late like I feel disorganized and then we get the zoom to connect we're both on the same call and typically when I record these podcast episodes just as an overall I usually don't have the camera on so I'm in my t-shirt I'm in my workout clothes I don't have makeup on my hair is a mess like I was just working out and then all of a sudden it's like the camera her camera's on and of course she looks absolutely gorgeous and so put together, has a great outfit on, her hair looks great, her makeup's all done. And I'm like, okay, I think I have to turn my camera on because her camera was on. And then in the back of my mind, this is actually really great because then I could take this footage and we can make reels out of it and like showcase this episode. And the angle, guys, like my Zoom camera was angled up. Typically, I have one of those awesome little stands that I put my laptop on. So that way the, the camera's angled like at a more flattering angle for my like work Zoom calls and things like that. I wasn't expecting to be on camera, so the angle is like right up my nose, basically. So yeah, I just thought this was a funny story. Give you guys some context into how this episode kind of came about. I still had all my questions prepared, and the interview went amazing. Pamela is awesome, and she's so cool to interview. But I just wanted to give you guys a heads up into the the real world of this podcasting journey that I've been on. So before we kick off this episode, I want to give you guys a little bit of an overview. Last week, we had our first episode of Season 6. We talked about finding your content pillars, streamlining your content, and also shared some 2023 trends. If you are a member of the Branding with Bex email list, if you're not, I highly recommend you join. I'll go ahead and put a link in the description. I sent an email out last week recapping the episode and also sharing some new blog posts. So there are some new blog posts on Bexy.com. We have Finding Your Content Pillars blog post. We have a Valentine's Day gift guide blog post and also Valentine's Day outfit blog post just went out and so many more. So I highly recommend you join that email list so that you guys can stay up to date. We also have a book club book that was mentioned in the newsletter. Our current read is Limitless. Upgrade your brain, learn anything faster, and unlock your exceptional life. So far, I've been really enjoying this book. I'm actually going to do an entire episode recapping this book for you guys, and we can you know talk about it and share our ideas and our thoughts from this one. But so far, it's been awesome, and I can't wait to share it with you. Okay, so I know you're all here for the interview. Without further ado, let's welcome Pamela Jean Noble to the show. Sounds good. Well, thank you, Pamela, so much for being on the show. Let's start by telling the audience a little bit more about you. Um, where do you live? And did you always want to be a model or an actress? So I currently live in Rancho Cucamonga, California, and I always wanted to do acting, but I 
never thought I could do milling. Like I never thought it was one of those things where it was, I'm pretty enough, I'm tall enough, skinny enough, all that good stuff. Um, and funny enough, I went to plenty of agencies and when I first thought about doing it and got turned down by all of them because of those exact things. You know, I wasn't tall enough. I wasn't a size zero, um, but I, you know, went against the odds and I literally myself contacted companies saying, you know, are you looking for models? And that was kind of how it all started out was my very first modeling job, professional modeling job was with the MMA brand tap out. And I emailed them and they emailed me back and asked if I could come in and meet with them. And, wow, and that was kind awesome. of it. <laughs> that's great. And that's awesome that you put yourself out there like that. I give you a lot of credit for it. I mean, it, that is really cool that you kind of, you know, broke that boundary by saying, look, I'm not super tall, but let me just go for this. And I, you know, that's awesome. Um, so let's talk a little bit more on, on your Instagram. You talk a lot about your family and your husband. So how did you and your husband meet? Could you tell us a little bit about your relationship, your family and your daily life? Yeah. So my husband and I actually met on a TV show called Bravo's Below Deck. So I was a guest on one episode actually with my bosses and their wives from Tap Out. So they invited me last minute because they had like an extra spot. And since I know them, I know their wives, I was able to go. And um, my husband is the next episode after me um, on Below Deck. So we basically through chance met in passing because normally they don't like have the guests intermingle, but they had flown in a day early. So we were luckily on a tiny Island where there was like one hotel, one pool bar, um, met, started talking and talked literally for like eight hours straight. I flew out the next day on Valentine's day and he told me that as soon as he was done filming, that he was going to fly out to see me in California. And, you know, I was excited, but it was also like, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, the very next week he packed up his stuff, flew out to see me. We spent all weekend together and then flew back home because he was still living in Indiana. And the next weekend we met up both of us in Chicago and then the next weekend was Vegas. And then he had some business trips to go on for like a month and a half. And after that, he packed up his things and moved out to California. We've lived together ever since. <laughs> so. Wow. That is an awesome story, especially considering like it was really networking that brought you to that show. And then you were able to meet just like that rare chance, like you said, definitely something that was meant to be very cool. Um, so while we're talking about like your relationship and your family, how do you balance being a mom with your career? Um, it's definitely difficult. I'm not going to pretend like it's super easy. I think, um, so for me, I prioritize being a very hands-on mom. And I think that everything you do needs to be about growing and furthering yourself and furthering your relationships. So I try to get up early and have like an hour to myself every morning where I do like, you know, biblical devotionals and, just having like that time where I'm not feeling rushed because as soon as a certain time comes around, it means the baby's getting up and then it's like go time. So answering a couple emails here and there, but I always make it a priority to like cook breakfast, cook lunch, cook dinner, even if they're like simple things. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I do a lot of my work during his nap time. Occasionally I won't be able to do that depending on somebody's schedule. So 
my husband will try to work it out with his schedule, but most of my stuff I try to do during nap time. That way when he's up, once again, it's not like ignoring him the whole time. And then my husband and I always try to make time when we put him down for bed for ourselves, even if it's as simple as like doing a workout together or watching a show together. Um, I think it becomes very easy once you're married and have kids to put all the attention on the child, which is important, Mm -hmm. but your significant other is how all of that started. So you should always be trying to further your marriage and your relationship. So that way they always feel appreciated and vice versa and know that they're still your number one and not that a baby came around. And like, you know, I think that's a big thing with husbands as the baby comes and then they're not the number one priority anymore. So, um, my husband and I go to they're at our church. They have like, um, a young married, married couples thing that, um, they have every couple of months. So like, we just went two or three weeks ago. And for some people that may like, they may not like that. Like they want to do a date night or something, which is fine. Um, for us, like having other like older couples pour into us and what works and what doesn't and just things like that. I, we're not in a bad place in our marriage whatsoever, but it makes you feel like you're on the right track, Mm -hmm. which I think is so important too, because sometimes it becomes really easy to nitpick each other and not focus on what you have and what's so good. And the fact that you guys actually communicate and not all couples communicate, I don't know, just things like that. So, um, I think it's just important to really make sure your time is set aside for each thing and really make sure it's actually important what you're spending your time on. Because I feel like when I talk to other women, it's so easy to get on social media and scroll and comment and do all these things. But if that's not furthering you, your relationship, if it's not helping your business, then it's not worth it. So I think that's the big thing is making sure what you are prioritizing is smart as well as making sure that everything is kind of on a schedule that way you're not, you know, feeling like you're not accomplishing something. Even if mine is like clean the house for the day, at least I can check it off my list and be like, mm-hmm. I accomplished something today. I am proud and we are good. Let's go on to the next. <laughs> no, this is such, this is such great advice. So a lot of the people that listen to this show are like quote unquote girl bosses, which I used to like that term. I'm not too crazy about it anymore. But um, similarly, like uh, I actually recently got engaged. So I love hearing this feedback about Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but a lot of the girls that are listening to the show, like one of the things that comes up is like, how do you balance, you know, family life or relationship when I want to start a business or I'm really wrapped up in my career right now and I, or I want to try something new. And it's always that struggle to see like how we can kind of get everything done. I love that you brought up like faith is a very big aspect of your relationship. And I love that you mentioned that. Um, and the aspect of prioritizing your time, right? So I feel like some people feel like, how do, you know, people have so much time to do all these things. It's like, you make time for what's important. And I love how you mm-hmm. brought up family is important, you know, spending time doing those things, whether it's a date night or spending time at church together. And then also like prioritizing that relationship first, I feel like is so, so important. A lot of the ideas that people come up with too, is like, I want to start a business. I don't know when. And I think that mm-hmm. you can do it all, but it's just, 
prioritize, prioritizing your time is like definitely the key step there. Well, I'm glad you brought that up too, because I used to be actually in corporate America. So even mm-hmm. though I was doing my influencing modeling, all this stuff, I still held a national marketing position for a national brand. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm all for women doing what they want to do and everything, but I'm not for it. If it means that you do not have time for your family. Right. And so that was like the big thing when I became pregnant with my son was like, I just don't see myself doing this, you know, mm-hmm. and traveling and working these long hours and n- nothing being good enough, you know, especially in corporate America, that's right. kind of like, how it is. <laughs> um, and so it's funny because it's so true with what you said. Like, I don't know um, when I'm going to start. Well, guess what? There's no, there's no right time to start. anything. That's like saying that I'm going to wait till the right time to have a child. Like, guess what? It's never going to happen. So just do it now if you're thinking about it. Um, But I think that's the big thing is if you feel like you're failing at one thing, then you're probably missing something or you need to take a step back from something. Mm-hmm. It's all great to like climb the ladder, but if that means that you end up getting a divorce and your kids don't really have that memories with you, was that worth it? And so right. I think you always have to be looking at what's in your life. And even though it could have been a great thing last season, maybe it's not a good thing this season. Right. And it's you always have to be evaluating and, and growing because, you know, even if you're in like I was one position and, you know, you think that's the track. Well, now I'm in a different completely thing that I do as my business and I love it. And it's so much better. And I think that's why, even though there's frustrations with a child and different things like that, I roll with the punches better because if I'm loving what I'm doing and I have more financial freedom and time, then I'm not going to be so quick to, you know, pop off right. the first <laughs> top prize right. <laughs> because yeah. I'm not at my breaking end with my job, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's always making sure that even though I know we all want the biggest success, the biggest title, the most money, you know, sometimes it's not always worth it in the long run and just always be evaluating what is good in your life and what isn't. And it goes with friendships, relationships, everything, and just making sure that you're progressing yourself and your family. And yeah. I don't know, that was a very long answer. I saw, I <laughs> no, I, that was a great answer. And I, yeah, you touched on a really good point. I think too, what we see a lot of times is like such a strong, like push for this, like girl boss culture, but then girls feel like they missed out on things in life later on in life, because they didn't have the time to maybe settle down and start a family. They were too wrapped up in their career or, um, they didn't feel like they were doing enough because, I feel like right now, especially with when it comes to social media or all these things, there's all these, like, you need to start a side hustle. You need to be like climbing the corporate ladder. You need to be here. And like, I fell into that for a while in my early twenties where I was like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like I have to do so many things. I have to, you know, work this job that I maybe don't like that much, but you know, that's the right path for me. And like people we're seeing a shift, I think too, when it comes to like the whole college conversation where people feel like you Mm -hmm. have to go to college and like, you don't have to go to college. You can start that business right out of high school. Um, and we're seeing that shift too, when it comes to career wise, like women are so like, get a career work, like you can do it yourself. You don't need anybody else, but like we do, we need our counterparts in life. So it's really refreshing to have a conversation where, you know, people are starting to, I think, kind of realize that and kind of switch back to the gear where you can be a mom, but you can do things that you like and you can have a career and you can make money. So 
There is a way to do it all. And you clearly embody that. I really admire how you take your followers along for all of your daily life. You really make the viewer feel connected on your social media. How have you used social media to grow your personal brand? Um, so I think that your personal brand is the same thing. It always needs to be evolving. So like, I actually thought about this earlier before, um, you know, kind of, you just kind of think about the questions and what we're going to be talking about. So obviously what I used to do, I do not do anymore, but I used to do like bikini modeling and different things like that. Well, I'm going to be 35 this next year. Like I, if I was still doing that, that's not the brightest decision, right? Because I hope I'm not doing, you know, bikini modeling when I'm 45. So you always need to be evolving with your life. Mm -hmm. And I think it was the best decision I could have made when I, you know, I think, I don't even know if my husband and I had a conversation about it, but I was like, I literally told myself, I want to move more towards fashion. I love fashion. I don't know why I'm not doing this. I like beauty. I like makeup. You know, I'm not a make professional makeup artist, but I like it. Mm -hmm. So I want to move more towards that. And I'm super into health. I used to do bodybuilding and, um, compete in bikini pageants, all these different things. So I slowly transitioned to myself, which was so scary because, you know, when you're like making good money doing something, and then you're like, just hoping that it all works out and that you get paid on this other side. Um, it just was one of those things where I think you, you need to look at what you're doing and evolving and, um, especially you could, because I talk to a lot of women now because of social media and my new business and what I do, it's funny. Cause I'll have a lot of women that will tell me, well, I, I can't promote that because most of my following is men. And so they're not going to buy it. And I'm like, so isn't that a problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> not to be rude at all, but if you're, if they're all men and they're not going to buy anything, then you are not making as much as you can if you were promoting to women. And so I think that was the big transition is not being scared to show up on my social media without makeup when I'm having a hot mess day. Um, not being scared to put out there, like when I've had a bad day and you know, my toddler has been nonstop crying or wanting to be attached to me and just saying, I didn't have a great day, but Mm -hmm. tomorrow's a new day. And I'm going to make up with, wake up with a better mindset and move along. So I think that the number one thing to get followers to follow along with you is definitely show the good. Of course, mm-hmm. everybody wants to see that if you're a negative Nancy all the time, <laughs> right? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> but you should make yourself, you know, at least enough to share some of the bads, but how you got through them or share this didn't go great today, but you know, I had some wins and I cleaned the house and I got a new business deal. So that's, you know, perfect. It balanced each other out as I think it's so easy now, like you said, to look at other people and think that they have it all. But if you think they have it all, then they're probably something that they're lacking because if you're not willing to show some of the, you know, bumps in the road, then most likely you're putting on a show. Right. And I've seen, um, the most perfect couples when you look at them, the social media, And then, you know, six months later, they're broken up. Well, that clearly shows something Mm -hmm. because they were putting on something the entire time. So I don't know. I think the big thing with branding yourself is that you really do need to show 
all of it. And I say that with like quotations around it. Like nobody needs to see you shower or if there's really disgusting. <laughs> there's a line, there's a line we don't need. Up. Right? Yeah. yeah. But you do need to show those different points in the day because a, it helps people, you know, connect with you. Like <laughs> I just posted last week that my son, all of a sudden has decided that he's going to take all his clothes off when he naps. And like, there was one night where he got naked and my husband and I are like sitting there, like, do we wake him up? Do right. we put it on? No, we, we don't really want to do that. Cause then he's up all night. And so like, I shared that mm-hmm. and the amount of responses that just that one story got me because they connected with me. They understood they'd been there, you know, offering Mm -hmm. advice, all that good stuff. So it may seem scary to put yourself out there, but if you're not doing that, you're missing on such an amazing like group that you could be connecting with. They could be supporting you. They could be buying whatever your services you're offering, but it becomes so easy to just say, well, I do browse. So I'm only going to post browse. Well, that's great but there's so many other people doing that too. So right. what are you going to do to differentiate yourself where somebody really wants to see you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, So absolutely. I think also when you connect with people on like Instagram stories, you're just more likely to trust them, especially when making purchasing decisions. Like you mentioned, like if I'm watching and I see someone like whether they're showing outfits or anything, if I don't personally, if I'm not too familiar with like their day-to-day life or how they are as an actual person, Sometimes I'll just scroll through those, but if I actually like connect with them and I'm like wrapped up in how their day was going so far, and then they start showing some cool, like Amazon finds or something like that, I'm way more likely to gravitate to what they're talking about just because I feel like I had a conversation with them already. So I think that personal aspect really helps to kind of grow your audience, but then also to maintain your audience because I'm, you're constantly entertained. You're not like you know, and like you mentioned the negative Nancy, it's great to show like the good and the bad, <laughs> like we don't need to see the bad all the time. So if we could keep it light, sometimes that's really important. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just like relatable things, like you said, like those, those stories, I feel like go a long way and you remember them and then you'll think about mm-hmm. them. And because it feels like you were talking to a friend the whole time, which that was some really, really great advice for, especially for a lot of people that listen to the show are looking to grow their personal brand or own a brand themselves. And then maybe are looking to tie themselves into it more closely. So that was really helpful advice. So you've modeled for Revolve, Exo, Britt Aldean, who I love, FHM, <laughs> sportsillustrated.com, Pretty Little Thing, and more. Did you have a favorite modeling experience? Um, I would say probably modeling for Exo Brittany, which is Brittany Aldean's company, mm-hmm. um, because I think it's so much different now, obviously that I've had my son, because Mm -hmm. I very picky about what I do, not in like a bad way, but, um, like I said, I started a completely different business. So Mm -hmm. that way I could stay at home with him and just work when I, you know, need to, and not have to be gone on set because when I would be acting and modeling, there'd be times I'd be on set for 15 hours a day. Well, that's not going to work or I'm never going to see my son. Mm -hmm. Um, so um, it was one of the bigger jobs and opportunities that I had gotten presented after having him, which like as a mom and being like 34, you know, you're like, okay, I still got it. This is cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was like a little, a little boost for me because, you know, especially after you have a baby, your confidence is still kind of like building, nothing goes back the same as it did before. And <laughs> Um, but it was just such a cool experience because, you know, they treated us amazing. The PR company that is her PR company was incredible. And 
the, it was like a whole day of mm-hmm. shooting. So three different looks. I think people see photo shoots and they think it's like an hour long, which right. is yeah. not. <laughs> but I used to remember when people would be like, I don't understand how modeling is like tiring. And I'd be like, dude, you stand there for right. a whole yeah. day, people, <laughs> like pushing your back out and, you know, tell me you're not sore at the end of the day, but um, they just made everybody feel so good and treated us so nicely, which not, it's not always the case that mm-hmm. that's how it is. And I love what she stands for and voicing your you know, what you think is right. Cause that should be, you know, how it is today. And since I'm, you know, very, you know, Christian and wanting to make sure now that I have a son that he's protected and I stand up for my husband and, you know, I, I guess I'm a little bit old fashioned with like, I don't think kind of like what I said, I don't think you need to climb the corporate ladder. Like I want to be able to make some muffins and my husband say those are the best muffins he's ever had. And to me, I like accomplished something that day. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I just think that it just, it, it meshed so well, which made the experience so much more enjoyable. And, um, yeah, I loved the photos. I loved the experience and it was just a really cool opportunity to have after you are a new mom and seeing that. So definitely. Yeah. I think it's probably really rewarding too, to like work with a brand that also aligns with the values that you have. It seems like a really cool experience. I actually had the opportunity to meet her at, I don't know if you're familiar with, familiar with Turning Point USA, but I am an ambassador. Yeah. Yeah. So amazing. <laughs> Thank you. So I did meet her at a Turning Point event. Really respect how she is very outspoken about her views and she really doesn't care what anybody thinks. And I admire that so much about her. I think that you become like that when you are very sure of yourself, Mm -hmm. because I had this conversation with my husband, like, I don't know, literally two weeks ago, um, because I voiced some things on one of my social media Mm -hmm. accounts. That's pretty much all for that now. And, um, I had, you know, there's always going to be people that just go off if they don't agree with you. And I was like, I feel like, you know, if this happened five years ago, I'd be like, Oh, so and I'm like, you're spending your time writing to me mm-hmm. and I'm not even reading it. Like, why do you, this is ridiculous. And so right. it's so funny that when you are so sure of yourself and so confident in who you are, how that stuff is like, it just bounces right off of you. Yeah. You're like, okay, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> your you're living. Bless your heart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so you mentioned like speaking your mind. I think that's awesome that you do. So do you think that that, like if someone was looking to become a model or actress and maybe loves to both voice their opinion too, do you, do you have any advice for them? Um, or <laughs> would you recommend maybe not? <laughs> no, I don't know. No, no. Um, I mean, I think we're, we're in a very weird situation yeah. right I don't even know I don't know what how much I'm allowed to say so I'm trying to like try yeah, no you're good we can move on okay. to this question too no no you're fine um so I think we're in such a weird day and age where I think if you are very serious this is what you want to do you that's all you want to do there's no backup plans I would say personally don't Because it's very easy to get blacklisted in that industry of all industries. Um, I think we've seen cases of it, especially in the past few years. So that would be my personal advice. Now, do I think that if you are convicted to what you believe and saying you want to speak out, then I would say that's probably not the right industry for you. Right. Because you're going to be very hurt when somebody 
who you are way better than gets the job over you. And it's going to start to like eat at you because you're not understanding why you're not getting certain Mm -hmm. things, or maybe you will be, but still, there's going to be a little bit of you that has a struggle with it. Um, so, I mean, I think there's so many things nowadays with social media that you can do that. Like, if you want to speak your, your opinion, like they're a YouTube channel, you Mm -hmm. know, you still can be an entertainment and do something like that or a a podcast or, um, be a speaker. I mean, there's entertainment doesn't have to just be movies, TV shows, um, start a brand where you can be the model, you know, and you are the official model for your brand. Um, but you're going to have to, something's got to give. Right. Mm -hmm. So I knew when I started, um, doing certain videos on one of my social media accounts that I was never going to get certain jobs right. on that ever again. Yeah, <laughs> And I was really okay with that because it was the same thing. It was, you know what? I have a son. I need to protect him. And I, you know, I have some aspirations in the future that I know that I want to do. And this is going to be a stepping stone in that direction. So with everything you do, it's like we said earlier, there's going to be a give and take. You know, you want to climb that corporate ladder, your family may suffer. You Mm -hmm. want to be going out every night. Your kids may not be as close to you because they didn't get to have mommy or daddy tuck them into bed every night. So I think it's just, you need to look at what you want and always know what you're willing to sacrifice and what you're willing to not and stand by what you believe in and not, you know, just, it's very easy to like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this one time, Mm -hmm. but I'll never do it again. But that was so easy that the next time you're easier to just keep going a little bit more down the path where one day you wake up and you're nowhere where you want it to be. So, um, if morals and convictions and speaking your mind about certain things are very important to you, then make sure you stand by that and don't let anybody, you know, get you off that path. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I know that, you know, while it may take away, like we were just talking about give and take, while, you know, speaking your mind may take away from certain opportunities, it does bring others, right? So I kind of face this, obviously, on a much smaller scale I, on my social media channels. So at one point when I first started speaking up about my views on my personal page, which is like my blog, I, I was received a lot of really bad messages. But, and I also, you know, some brand collaborations didn't come because they found out that I, I definitely have very strong conservative views. I actually was approached by Turning Point to be an ambassador for them. So that like, while there were some opportunities that, you know, definitely slipped away, I was able to gain others there. So I think for some people, if, if that's what you're passionate about speaking up and like you mentioned, if, you know, how, how strongly you feel about certain topics or voicing your opinions, it's not for everybody, but if you do feel called to do so and you do step up and do it, there are different opportunities that will present themselves. You should be proud because I would die to be a turning point. <laughs> so that's where, <laughs> that's where we need to like, you know, exactly what you said, just be, be grateful because sometimes the things that didn't happen are the best things that's ever happened to you. And you just can't see it in the moment. And you have to keep reminding yourself of why you're doing what you're doing because good will come. Mm -hmm. It just, sometimes you're in seasons of not so great luck (laughs) (laughs) and so great, you know, timing and stuff. But when, when it all happens, you're literally going to realize, okay, I had to go through all this to become Mm -hmm. this person, or I wouldn't be able to get through and do what I need to do. If I was still the same person as two years ago, 
Absolutely. We're going to move on to a little bit of a different topic. So you obviously have body goals. Um, Do you have any tips and tricks that you could share with us? Yes. So, well, I run a health and wellness business, so I help women, you know, um, reach their goals of what they're trying to do and use supplements that are clinically proven to, um, clinically proven because being in the bodybuilding world, most of the supplements that people take are not FDA approved. There's no clinical trials done on them. So you're just putting stuff in your body and like basically hoping that something works or that actually does what it says, because there's nothing to prove that actually does what it says. So, um, from doing bodybuilding, I will say that I am much more lenient probably than most of the fitness people that people follow on Instagram. And I have learned all about like moderation. And I think that's the only way to go because it becomes so easy. Like once you're on a diet, there's something about saying you're on a diet that you've never wanted a donut more in your entire life, even though you're going to bite into that donut and it may not even be that good. Like it could be the worst donut you've ever had, but you just like crave things because you're told you can't eat it. Right. And so I try to do a much more like you can have a cookie, just Mm -hmm. don't eat a dozen cookies. (laughs) You know, I make stuff all the time. Every single week we have baked goods in our house. So that way my Mm -hmm. son, there's something really quick and easy to, for him to grab. Um, and of course I'll eat some, but Mm -hmm. I'm not stuffing my mouth because I don't tell myself I can't have it. So I think that's probably the number one. And then the second thing would be to just move your body. You know, mm-hmm. it's same, same kind of situation. People, once you tell them like, you have to work out, you have to do an hour of cardio. I don't know, just throwing something out there a day. And there's something about it where you do not want to do it. Where mm-hmm. when I talk to women, it's like, okay, just drink a little bit more water, like maybe one extra glass than you would mm-hmm. normally. And if you don't work out every day, just go for like a 20 or 30 minute walk. Right. Like, that's still more than mm-hmm. what you did before. So you're still going to see some results. So I think it's all about just taking the baby steps instead of feeling like what somebody else is doing is what you have to do mm-hmm. to get there. Because I tell everybody now, I'm like, I think I'm in the best shape of my life for the least amount of work that I've ever done. Because I used to spend an hour a day in the gym and now I just do at home workouts for 20 to 30 minutes a mm-hmm. day, maybe if I can fit it in. But I think because I'm not limiting myself and then binging and then limiting myself and binging, I'm just maintaining what I have. So I think those would be like the biggest tips is if you can incorporate those into your life, I think you'll see such a change and your relationship with food Mm -hmm. and your body will become better as well, which I think is really important because it can become so easy to see yourself and not think that you're, you look that great. Um, but then once your relationship with the food and everything changes, you're like, oh, I look pretty good. <laughs> I look good right now for what I am doing. Yeah. So uh I think yeah. that that's another big thing is once your your mind changes, I think a lot, a lot changes with it. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a quote by Ed Milet who says that confidence is keeping the promises you make to yourself. And Mm -hmm. I think by like keeping that promise of like making sure you're, I'm going to work out every day, whether it's for 20 minutes or whether it's going for a walk and then just taking the initiative to go and do that. I think there is such a level of confidence that builds there too. And that everything in moderation, I think like you touched on is such a great point because I feel like people cut things out because they're just like not Mm -hmm. good. 
and then they end up binging on it later on. So it would have been better to just have a little bit if you're craving it at the time. Um, yeah, so those are awesome tips. Um, in addition to modeling and acting and being a mom, if we could wrap up this episode by talking a little bit more about your nonprofit and why you started this organization. Yeah, so I started Noble Critters, which is a nonprofit 501c3 that we basically sell apparel, t-shirt, men's, women's, and like hats, accessories. Mm -hmm. Um, But we donate 100% of our profits to our animal sanctuary partners. And I wanted to do it because I want an animal sanctuary one day. Like I would want nothing more than to just have like taken every animal we've rescued countless off the streets. We still own some because I haven't been able to get rid of them. So I wanted to start a sanctuary, but there's so much that goes into it. And one of the best things I was ever told by an actual sanctuary owner is like, do not start it Mm -hmm. until you know that you have the finances, the infrastructure, everything that goes into it. Because if you take those animals in and then it doesn't work out and those animals need a home and they Mm -hmm. can't find a home, that's the worst thing you could do to them because then their trust is completely gone. So In order to do something in the interim, I felt like this was a great one because I don't take a paycheck. My board doesn't take a paycheck. It's literally just to be able to give back. So if you buy a t-shirt from us, um, then hundred percent of those profits go to our animal sanctuary partners. And I just think it's, um, a cool way instead of us constantly being like, can you give money? Right. (laughs) Like there's gotta be someone that, you know, that, loves animals. And if you buy them a t-shirt and give it to them as a gift and tell them why you got it, then I'm sure they're going to be more than thrilled. So um, that was just kind of why we wanted to do our little part and feel like we were giving back. And I think nonprofits have gotten such a bad name because Mm -hmm. of like the paychecks that have been involved in like what some people make while working for a nonprofit. So I just didn't want to deal with it and deal with anything. (laughs) I said, nobody's making anything. (laughs) Now we're filing our paperwork and it just made it very easy where it's like, if we sell a lot, great, because Mm -hmm. I'm not making anything. If we sell nothing, great. I'm still not making anything. Right. So <laughs> whatever, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Whatever we, whatever we can make and donate, you know, they're the sanctuaries are thrilled. So if anybody, if your listeners, you know, if it touches their heart or they love animals, then that would obviously be amazing. Um, yeah. and our sanctuaries are truly like we vetted every single one and they are incredible. So you will definitely be helping. <laughs> Awesome. I will definitely put the link to the website in the show notes so people can click it and, you know, shop around. Yeah. Well, it has been such a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show Um, and you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. I'm willing to come back whenever you have me. This is so awesome. I love it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Branding with Bex. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you rated and reviewed on Apple Podcasts. I'll talk to you guys next week.